0: Welcome to this week's episode of Q on Q. So, do we have any Dr. Seuss fans out there? As a kid, I always loved the way that Dr. Seuss was able to partner unique rhymes, even with words that you wouldn't commonly think of, whether green eggs and ham, or Sam I am, or fox in socks. Many of us remember some of those really clever lines, and one of them that seems very applicable to this week's podcast is from the book Oh, the Places You'll Go, where it says this, and will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. ninety eight and three quarters percent guaranteed. So what am I ninety eight point seven five percent certain about how important an attitude of gratitude is. An attitude of gratitude can have a huge positive impact on your life. And if you're not from around the Pittsburgh area where I'm from, you're probably wondering where the title for this week's episode comes from. See. One of the common Pittsburghese terms is an at. It's commonly used at the end of a phrase to mean and so forth. For example, if you have a bunch of places to go, you might say, I'm going to the store an at. But of course, I messed with the spelling a little bit, so the title really means two things. Gratnat with one T, meaning the importance of gratitude and so much more. But also gratnat with two Ts how powerfully gratitude can shift our attitude and how they can work together to be a powerful force in our lives. As we continue with this Thanksgiving theme this month, this week I want to focus on how we can not just be grateful for things, but truly make it an absolute adjustment to our attitude in our lives. You see, so much research shows that for many people, Finding a bit of thankfulness each day can actually increase happiness levels and decrease depression. When we develop an attitude of gratitude, we can feel more joyful and more fulfilled each day. According to many psychologists, and to be honest, according to many people you talk to, thinking about all you have to appreciate can boost your happiness and your overall sense of well-being. A recent Harris poll found that respondents said Thanksgiving was their second favorite holiday topped only by Christmas. If you know anything about the history of Thanksgiving, you know it started out as a small, simple expression of gratitude. And through the years, it has grown to something that is literally celebrated worldwide. Many countries, many different cultures, many languages, all celebrate some form of Thanksgiving. Why? Because the idea of feeling thankful is truly universal. But the idea that everyone practices that thankfulness every day can be viewed in a different way. Just because the idea of being thankful is something celebrated all around the world, it isn't something that we see everywhere. And it isn't always easy to see thankfulness in every situation. Thankfulness can easily get overshadowed by a sense of entitlement. But thankfulness can just as easily get overshadowed by being in a place of scarcity and uncertainty. Having an attitude of gratitude means that you operate from a place of abundance instead of a place of scarcity and fear. And what that means is grateful people give thanks for everything in life, even on the days when it feels like nothing is going right or you just don't have all you need. We each have a choice of what we will focus on. For some of us, we can be thankful in the small moments, but have trouble maintaining it to be something more. Sometimes, okay, who am I kidding? A lot of times... I don't take the time to take on the perspective of getting to do something, and I feel like instead I have to do something. Take schoolwork, for example. I think I've mentioned more than a few times that I'm a school teacher, and some nights after a long day and many lessons to prepare for the following day, I have a ton of work to do. When my wife asks what schoolwork I might be doing that night, my response almost always is, I have to dot dot dot, followed by a laundry list of things. But here's the reality. It's really all about perspective. You see, my vocation, my job, is more than just something I do every day. It's a calling. And whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, whether I want to go to work or don't want to get out of that nice warm bed in the morning on a snowy day, in order to turn an attitude of gratitude into a sustainable habit, the foundation for my feelings of gratitude must really be independent of my circumstances. Because even on the days when it feels like nothing is going right, It's so important for us to find the silver lining, to give thanks for what is working, and, to be honest, to give thanks for what isn't and the lessons we can learn from it. So why is expressing gratitude so important? Well, first of all, the effects of gratitude last longer than you probably think. Anytime we say thank you or express gratitude in some way, we get a feeling of internal joy in that moment. But whether you realize it or not, it goes way beyond just that moment. Medical experts have actually proven that time and time again, giving thanks, even for something very small or in what seems like an insignificant amount of time, has a lasting effect on your mood. A student from the University of Pennsylvania actually found in a research study that documenting positive events and things you're thankful for every day for a week can increase your happiness levels for up to six months. And of course... I'm not saying your only goal should be to make a list of things you're thankful for and then shove that notebook into a drawer. The goal should be to make gratitude a default feeling in your life. People who allow themselves to feel the most gratitude and who show that to others tend to be set apart from others. You know what I mean? You can just walk into a room and from talking to people get a sense of who feels truly blessed to be there and who would rather be somewhere else who's truly grateful about what they have and what they've experienced or if they're not. People who experience and and show the most gratitude seem to have a tendency to recognize and enjoy even the smallest pleasures in life. They seem to recognize and appreciate others and their experiences more. They seem to show and feel a sense of appreciation and blessing. Whenever I think of Thanksgiving, something I use to be a reminder of all the things I have to be thankful for, Is reading Psalm 100. Psalm 100 says this in the New International Version Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations there've been a lot of songs written using these verses as a reference and a lot of sermons preached on them but these things in this aren't just reminders but in fact are commands and these aren't just get-tos they're must-do's if we want to live a life with a continual attitude of gratitude we should shout for joy worship with gladness enter his gates with thanksgiving, give thanks to him, praise his name. But for me, it's the last line that is the most inspiring reminder. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Thanks and praise are only right all the time in recognition of God's goodness. He's good in his plans, in his grace, in his forgiveness, good in every aspect of his being. That end line is a reminder of God's unending mercy and truth. These are everlasting reasons to give thanks and praise to God. And for some of us, it's easy. Maybe it's dictated by our thought, our upbringing, or circumstances. For others, it's not so easy for the exact same reasons. Now, whether these attitudes come to you naturally or not, the fact is that paying attention to life's positives can train you to see more and more of them, which in turn helps you be more grateful. Let's say you decide to go for an afternoon run. It's probably the last thing I'm thinking of today as it's 30 degrees outside. But think of all the different perspectives you could take on for that run. Oh, I'm so tired. I've already worked a full day. I've walked 10,000 steps. I don't want to run. Or, It's beautiful outside. The sun is shining. What a lovely day to go for a run. What a gift God has given us today. And it'll make me healthier. I know, that's the ideal thing to say, right? And it's not always the easiest and usually not our first go-to thing. But do you see the difference there in the perspective? Acknowledging the positives instead of the negatives, focusing on what you get to do rather than what you feel obligated to do will help you cultivate an attitude of gratitude. And with it, a boost in happiness that will last a lot longer than just Thanksgiving. So I know you're thinking, this all sounds great in principle, but it's just not that easy. Well, I'm not saying that it won't take effort and hard work at first, but just like any habit, when you do it long enough, it becomes easier to repeat. So what are some practical steps you can start today to begin developing these habits? Here are three things I've come up with that I would suggest for you to focus on doing and thinking this Thanksgiving to set things in motion. And again, this isn't everything you can do, just three things that I find very helpful. First, though it seems like extra work, it turns out that tools like gratitude journals and thank you notes, things that are actually a lot of times recommended by psychologists and medical professionals, are some of the best ones for boosting gratitude. By writing down positive things that happen to you and actively, and I'd like to emphasize here the word actively, acknowledging those who have helped you, you become better at recognizing the good in your life, which naturally helps you feel more grateful and thankful more often. Get yourself a journal at the dollar store and start by simply writing out things you are thankful for each night. Maybe start with a couple and extend it as you feel comfortable, or write out a prayer of thankfulness. Or get yourself a small set of blank note cards and write a short note of gratitude when somebody does something nice for you, or even better, just to acknowledge the work that someone else does. These could even be encouraging notes. And if your finances permit, maybe even slip in a small gift card for a coffee or something like that. Secondly, I would encourage you to celebrate all the time, whether big or small. Now, that doesn't mean throwing big parties every weekend, but it is something we often neglect. I'll admit this one is really hard for me. I take for granted that my kids are going to get good grades, do their chores, clean up after themselves, and do what I ask. I don't often think about the fact that every time those things happen, those are wins and something I should be celebrating and be thankful for. The problem is, is that we're conditioned to focus on and celebrate just the big achievements instead of all the small wins too. Instead, why don't you take time to pause, slow down, and savor the small things. Celebrating the small things is also an excellent way to develop a habit of thankfulness, because instead of obsessing about the future or dwelling about the past, we become more aware of the present. And third, but certainly not the last way you can express gratitude, I would encourage you to pray daily. Words are a powerful tool and an incredible weapon, and when we use them to recognize and celebrate the good, it magnifies and strengthens the importance of that good. The last thing you want to do when you express gratitude is to silence your thoughts. Whether it's a separate time you set aside each day or something you work into your daily prayer life, I can't express enough the importance of thanking God for what he has already done in your life, what he's going to do, and probably most importantly, what he is doing right now, even in the things you might not know about. It's never too late to start cultivating an attitude of gratitude. So what are you grateful for? For me, I'd love to take the time to list everything that I'm grateful for, but I think I would run out of airtime and my battery on my laptop would die before I could finish. But I'll highlight a few. I'm thankful for my wife who loves me despite my imperfections. I'm thankful for my kids who stretch me, who make me learn something new every day, and who mold me into being a better father and leader. I'm thankful for my school, and my students who allow me to live out my life's calling and shaping young minds every day using my musical gifts. I'm thankful for friends and family who have taught me something important, whether big or small, and who support me and challenge me every step of the way. I'm thankful for a church family who stretches me, who gives me an opportunity and a place to worship and to grow. And I'm most thankful for a God who loves me a whole lot more than I deserve to be loved. Put together a little something to help you get started in your thankfulness journey. You may even want to consider printing it out and using it for your family gatherings this year. You can find it on our podcast page, which is qonq.com. Again, that's q-o-n dot You can also find a link on my main website, brianquery.com. Give thanks for whatever you're thankful for every single day. Life is beautiful. Take the time to stop and appreciate it. Because gratitude has the power to transform your entire life. Thank you again for allowing me to share what God has laid on my heart with all of you this week. If you're listening when this podcast first publishes, I wish you and your families the happiest of Thanksgiving holidays. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. And we'll see you again next time when we'll have more for you on